is an honor and it's a privilege to be behind this sacred desk. And uh, I want to thank you, Pastor Raymond, Miss Heather, Zachariah, for believing in me when I didn't believe in myself. I'm grateful for God. They gave me chance after chance after chance, spit on his face, walked away from him, and he still called me back to him, telling me to repent and turn to him. Father, please, Lord, let the words out of my mouth The meditation of my heart, Father. I want it to be pleasing to you this evening, Lord God. You know me, I just want to love on your children, Lord God. I don't want this to be me throwing any darts at anybody or anything like that, Lord God. I just want this to be pure, Lord God. Pure love, Father, straight from the throne room. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. I'm going to start this word off. And I'm going to finish this word the same way that I started. Coming from Acts 3, 19. And the word of the Lord reads, Amen. Therefore, repent and return. Or other versions say, turn to God. So that your sins may be wiped away in order that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. We had gone to this conference, um, I guess about a month ago, in Houston, and the guys called fire. I mean, fire. They come back on fire. And I was so pleased and I was so proud of them on fire. And then next thing you know, I began to see the fire slowly fade away. Slowly but surely, just, just fade away. And God has shown me what was going on. It was sin. And people weren't repenting. See, repenting, I, I hear people talk about it. But they take repenting very lightly. See, they don't understand that when John came, he preached repentance. He said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus preached, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Paul preached, repent and turn to God. Peter preached, repent and turn to God. The Bible says when the disciples went out, they were eager and they preached to every person they seen, repent and turn to God. Repent. There's no turning to God without any repentance. And there's no refreshing without repentance. And I've been, I've been doing this studying because I don't want to miss repentance. I don't want to be throwing that word around like it's just something common. Repentance is not a suggestion. It's not a I think you should. Repentance is a commandment. 
And I know that you love the Lord by the way that you obey his commandments. I know that you know the Lord and you have a relationship with the Lord by the way you obey his commandments. I know that you're crazy about the Lord and I know that you know the Lord when you truly repent and turn to God. Repentance. It literally means a change of mind, but not about individual plans, intentions, or belief, but rather a change in the whole personality from a sinful course of action to God, which means repentance is that you turn away from that sin. What's going on in church is people are, are choosing pleasure over God, their desires over God. These people have tasted and seen that God is good, and they are choosing their own desires over God. Amen. And he said, if my people that are, that are called by my name, if they will just humble themselves, humble themselves, if they will just pray, if they will just seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he says, I will hear from you. Some of you are living in sin and you're praying and you're thinking that God is hearing you. There's no true repentance there. But no true repentance. And this is coming out of love. I'm not throwing any darts, I promise you. This is what Paul says. This is what Paul said in Acts. He said, I'm not going to, I haven't shrank back. As a matter of fact, I got it written down right here. Because I don't want to miss this one. I don't want to. He said, I declare today that I have been faithful. And if anyone suffers eternal death, it's not my fault. He says, for I didn't shrink from declaring all that God wants you to know. See, I got these t-shirts made. Truth over feelings. Truth over feelings. And the truth is, if you don't repent and turn to God, your sins will not be wiped away. And you will not have a refreshing. And you'll walk around looking like the walking dead. The walking dead. Dead. Dried up. Shriveled up. No life at all. The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus Christ came to give us life and life abundantly. But if you don't repent, you will not experience this life and life abundantly. Go to 1 John. 1 John chapter 3. This thing is serious. Like Pastor Raymond said, God ain't playing with y'all. See, y'all think it's a game where I'm from. We got a saying, plan to get you killed. We can come up in here and we can play church games if you want to. You can come up here and play like everything's okay if you want to. But knowing the right thing to do and not to do it, man, that's sin. Point blank, period. However you want to look at it, it's sin. And the wages of sin is what? The wages of sin is death. I'm going to start, hold on. I'm going to go to 1 John. 1 John chapter 2. I'm going to start at verse 28, then I'm going to go through through to chapter 3. But I'm going to start at verse 28, and the word Lord reads. Amen. It says, Now little children abide in him, so that when he appears, we may have 
confidence and not shrink away from him in shame at his coming. If you know that he is that he is righteous, you know that everyone also who practice righteousness is born of him. Now I'm going into chapter three, verse one. It says, see how great a love the father has bestowed on us that we would be called children of God and such we are. For this reason, the world does not know us because it did not know him. He really, truly loves us. I was sentenced to death. I had a death sentence. It was like I was sitting in an electric chair, and I had this helmet on my head, and I was strapped down. And in that window right there, my mama was watching me, and she couldn't save me. She was crying. Grandmama praying, speaking in tongues. Guess what? My grandmother could not save me. My dad cannot save me. My pastor could not save me. Couldn't nobody save me. I was about to die. I was headed to hell. And then all of a sudden, this man comes in. He comes into this room. Parents watching and everything. And this man begins to take the straps off my arms. He takes the helmet off of my head. And I'm looking down because I'm guilty as charged. Everything that I'd done, I deserve. I deserve what I, was, what I had coming to me. All the lying and the cheating and the manipulating that I had done, the robbing and the stealing, even committed murder, not physical murder, but I've murdered. And if you say you haven't, you're lying. Amen. And the truth ain't even in you. Amen. I committed murder, I deserve to die. And this man, he raises up my head. And he says, go. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's not a single amount of money that could pay for my freedom. Not a million dollars, not $10 million, not a billion dollars, not a single amount of gold, diamonds, silver. Nothing could pay for this. How am I getting to go free? She said, me. Those that the son set free, they're free indeed. And here this man is, this man named Jesus, who went to a cross. He took my place. He who knew no sin, he became sin so that I may become the righteousness of God. It was the cross and this message of the cross and his foolishness to those who were perishing. And it is at this cross, it is the power of God. The cross is so powerful. What he did at the cross is so powerful. When I surrender and I spread my arms out and I surrender my life to him. for us in verse 2 he says beloved now we are children of God because when Jesus stretched his arms out and he died on the cross the Bible says that his spirit came out of him and that spirit lives inside of us and that spirit cries out Abba Father 
And we know that when he appears, we will be just like him because we will see him just as he is. But the only ones that are going to see him are those that are pure at heart. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure. This scripture right here is saying that it is my responsibility. It is your responsibility to purify yourself. It is your responsibility to consecrate yourself from the world and the world's standards. It is your responsibility. Yes, I have a position of holiness. I have a position of righteousness. But now my behavior has to line up with my position. So now I am to live a holy life, behavioral holiness, behavioral righteousness. And everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness. And you know that he appeared in order to take away sins. And in him there is no sin. So one who abides in him. So no, no one who abides in him sins. That's practicing. No one who sins has seen him or knows him. I'm going to read that verse one more time. No one who abides in him sins. No one who sins has seen him or knows him. So nobody that's living in sin, that's living that lifestyle, they do not know God. This is the Bible. I cannot make this up. It is right here. Little children, make sure no one deceives you. See, there's some doctrine going around that's saying there's this grace that covers your practice sin. There's this, there's, this, there's this grace, this false doctrine that says that you can say a prayer and you can come to church and you can sit up in church and you can live in sin and you are okay. That is a lie. Yeah. There's nowhere in the Bible. I'm sorry. I missed that. <laughs> now, this message is not to condemn anybody. This message right here. It's called repent. That's all it is. It's called repent. And when I get done preaching, I'm going to get down at the altar and I'm going to repent. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all think it's a game. Little children, make sure no one deceives you. Make sure no one deceives you. If you're a liar, slander, a gossiper, if you are a fornicator, and I'm guilty of gossip, so I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm not, I'm perfect. I'm not going to, that's why, like I said, after, now I've already repented for it, like two months ago, or a month ago, whenever it happened. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not standing up here just at you. No, I wouldn't do that to you. I promise you. You see what I'm saying? I understand that I have, sometimes I have a, a thorn in my eye or a speck in my eye. So I wouldn't dare try to get you to take a speck out of your eye when I have a dead gum log cabin in my own eye sometimes. 
So I'm not preaching to y'all. I'm preaching to us. All right? All right, we're going to grow together. Am I right? Anyway, I love y'all. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all something. I've never, ever, I never, ever knew that church could be so much of a, of a family. You see what I'm saying? Right here, I can honestly say that we are family. We love one another. We speak the truth to one another because we understand that it's the truth that will set one another free. We understand there's truth over feelings. You hear me? Right? Truth over feelings. It's the truth that will set you free. I'm not throwing no darts. I promise you I'm not. It's just that I love you so much, I really want you to repent. That's it. Miss Heather got brother's like, Mom, you preach my neck. That's all I've been studying is repentance. <laughs> For real, get this, get this. So little children, make sure no one deceives you. The one who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. And the one who practices sin is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. And the Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. I'm going to go back up to the top of that. And it says, the one who practices sin is of the devil. Ken, are you calling me a devil? No. I would never call anybody a devil in here. The Bible says that you are. That is the word of God. It is inspired by God. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I don't want to be classified as a child of the devil. I don't want nobody to be able to look at me and I am bearing rotten fruit, fruit that stank. When I come around, you want to get away from me. I want some fruit that remains because I've been chosen to bear fruit. See, I didn't choose him. He chose me to go and bear fruit, fruit that remains. His characteristics, not the characteristics of the devil, even though I used to do that. I promise you I did. Every single one of them. But I've been transformed. I've been redeemed by the blood. I, he snatched me out of the kingdom of darkness and he placed me over into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of Christ, the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. I walk different. I talk different. I smile different. I rebuke people different. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the Son of God, get this. So the Son of God, He appeared for that for this purpose, and that's to destroy the works of the devil. Come on. Let me tell y'all something. You don't have to live like that anymore. Let me tell you something. Get your desires. Get those desires that's not of God off the throne. Get the man or the woman off the throne of your heart. I need you to do this. I need you to get the things off the throne of your heart. Those that think that they, that some of them don't got you, but you never know until they got you all the way and you lose them. Sometimes you just don't know, so you got to be careful now. Don't be deceived. I'm saying, do not be deceived. Take these things off the altar of your heart and put Jesus Christ on his rightful place. God over everything. Yeah. 
God over my feelings, God over my desires, God over my flesh, God over my wants. Man, it's God over everything. God over my wife, God over my children, God over my ministry. It's God. God owns my heart. And repent, this is repentance. I'm going to take those things out of my heart, and I'm going to turn to God. And I'm going to put him right back where he's supposed to be at. That's real, true repentance. Completely turning away. I mean to the point to where if you are going and you know that you're about to be in sin, you say, I need to go somewhere else. That's repentance. Repentance means if I am headed towards a spot that I know I'm about to commit sin, that means I don't go there. That means I completely turn around and I go the other way because my relationship with God is way more important than anything I got going on over Jim. No one who was born of God practices, practice sin. Now, we're not talking about one that is taken by sin. We're talking about one that is, I mean, not one that falls into sin. I'm talking about those that, are, that practice sin. They actually live in it. They know they're doing it, and they're saying, well, I'd rather do this, and, 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 and I'll, God will deal with me later. Yeah. Or I'll live like this, and his grace is covering me. That grace that you're talking about right there, that grace, you can't find that in the Bible. I'm sorry, it ain't there. It's not there. That's why it's important for you to repent. To repent and turn to God. That means you have to, may have to tell somebody, look, we, I'm this right here got you know what I'm saying? I can't come around you because I don't, you know what I'm saying? Or when that desire comes at you, I bind that enemy in the name of Jesus. I bind that flesh in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? For real. I'm not going there. No. 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 No one who was born of God practices sin because his seed abides in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. That means he is born again. He's a new creation. The old has passed away and all things have become new. And see, what he does is he reckons himself dead to the desires of this world, the desires of the flesh. He reckons himself dead to the world and the world being dead to him because it is not him that lives because he's crucified to the cross, but it is Christ that lives in and through him. This is just truth that I'm telling you. Out of the Bible. I mean, I'm not going to sit up here and make things up. No. You know what I'm saying? It'd be nice to get up here and preach some feel-good stuff. But you feeling good ain't going to get you into heaven. You feeling good ain't going to make you right with God. No, it's you repenting. It's the truth that's going to set you free. It's the truth that's going to get you into heaven. It's the truth that's going to get you right with God. It is the truth. And repenting from sin, this is mandatory. Like I said, it's not an option. This is mandatory. And repenting is the starting place of the gospel. Before they said anything else, they said repent and turn to God. Repent and turn to God. Repent and turn to God.
By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. That means you can tell them. You can tell them. You can tell them apart. You'll know them by their, by their fruit. You'll know a Christian, somebody that, that Christ abide in and they abide in him because apart from him, you can do nothing, which means apart from him, you can do nothing that pleases him. Nothing. Apart from him, you can do nothing that pleases him. And if you have the seed of the devil living in you, you're going to be able to tell because there's fruit there. And it's nasty fruit. It got maggots crawling all up out of it. But there is fruit. And he said, this, this is obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. See, I'll know if you're following Christ. See, I'll know if you're a disciple of Christ. I'll know this. And I'll know this, and everybody else will know this, by the way that you love the brethren or you love one another. By the way you talk to one another. By the way you edify and encourage one another. The way you rebuke one another in love. We will know that you're a follower of Christ Jesus by the way that you love one another, by the way that you're patient with one another, by the way you keep no record of wrong, Amen. the way that you don't seek your own, the way that you're not prideful, by the way that you're not arrogant. We will know that you love and that you're a follower of Jesus Christ by the way that you humble yourself. And in due time, he is going to be the one to exalt you. And you know what? Man, I was really meditating on that scripture, and it says, those that humble themselves. See, shouldn't nobody else have to humble you? See, it doesn't say when somebody else have to humble you, you'll be exalted. That ain't what it says. It doesn't say if God has to humble you, then you'll be raised up. That's not what it says. It says those that humble themselves under the mighty hand of God, in due time, he will exalt them. That's how I know that you're following Christ. And for this is the message which you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. That we should love one another. And if there's any seed of bitterness in your heart towards any, anybody, you need to repent. You need to repent. Because the Bible clearly states that if you do not forgive your brother, then the Father who is in heaven will not forgive you. And before you come to this altar, you are to go with your offerings. And for me, my life is an offering. It is a drink offering poured out. I've surrendered my whole life, will and emotions, every member of my body to God and his work. So he says, before you come up to this altar and give me an offering, what I need you to do is I need you to go to the one that you wronged or the one that has wronged you. It actually says the one that has wronged you. Come on. And I need you to make things right. Come on. Then you hastily come to the altar. Hastily come to the altar. Now, I'm about done, so the worship team, y'all can get up here. I'm serious. I'm serious. Because this was never supposed to be no long 
drawn out. You know, I don't preach that long anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's just quick, short, and to the point. Let me tell you something. I love y'all. And let me tell you something. There's no condemnation for those that are in Christ. There is no condemnation for those that are in Christ that are walking according to the Spirit. Now, I get this. This altar is, this altar is, is open, right? This altar is open. What I, don't, what I don't want to happen is that pride stop you from coming to the altar. I do not want shame to stop you from coming to the altar. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to be the first one down there, so don't beat me. I'm about to repent. Greed had entered into my heart. Greed had. And I didn't even know it was there until I ain't had nothing. Straight up. I didn't know it was there until I ain't have a single thing, and I had to go borrow some money. Straight up. Because I wasn't used to not having a little nest egg. This is being real with y'all. And when I went to my closet and that nest egg was gone, I realized how much money had me. Yes, I realized that it had me. And I didn't even know it. I had no idea. I had no idea. And then God revealed it to me. And then I had to repent. And there's some other stuff I probably need to repent for. So y'all can start this music and I'm going to get down on my knees. <laughs>
I want more of you, God. So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. No place I'd rather be. There's no place I'd rather be. There's no place I'd rather be than hearing your love, hearing your love. So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. So set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. I want more. I want more. I want more. I want more. So pour it out. I want more, I want more, I want more, I want more. So pour it out. There's no place I'd rather be. There's no place I'd rather be. There's no place I'd rather be than hearing your love. Hearing your love, so set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. I want more of you, God. I want more of you, God. I want more. I want more. I want more. I want more. So pour it out. I want more. 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 I want more.